Everybody, this is Brian Gobbins, uh, and this is my brother Jack. Say hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Oh man, <laughs> not allowed to do that. What? That joke is so bad. It's so uh, bad. So just bad. Just trying it out. Just trying it out. Uh, well, um, I, I don't know if you uh, listened to us last week. This is a mini sode. Uh, basically, last week we found out that we inherited our dad's bunker, um, and that's where we're currently at right now. Our dad passed away. He's dead. We're here in Norton, Ohio, trying to clean out this bunker. It's full of crap, all this, I don't know, doomsday prepper crap. And, like, I guess that's why what we're here doing today, we... Uh, Jack, you, you're not an expert on doomsday prepper shit, right? No. 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 I never claim to be. No. And uh, it's sort of like a part of our lives that our dad sort of, like... Forced onto us. Yeah, exactly. We didn't have a, a huge choice in the matter, and yeah. um, it was always really annoying. And so I, I didn't retain a ton of it, but I thought, you know, he's he's dead now, and it's sort of, like, depressing um, to be in here surrounded by all this stuff that reminds us of him. So we thought, you know, maybe we'll do – we'll follow his wishes. We'll try to bond a little bit. So what we did is we saw on Netflix that they had the, the second season of Doomsday Preppers, the show – it was an actual TV reality show a couple years back. And so we watched it. Uh, and so we're going to discuss our findings, um, I guess. What did you think, Jack, just sort of generally about uh, this show? Had well, you seen this show before? No. I mean, I've heard of the show. But, I mean, when you live, you know, when it's your life, it's not as fun. <laughs> Do you think I the people know. on this show are having fun? Because it, it painted a very grim picture to me, not of like the future of the apocalypse, but of present day of what these people are like. And yeah, like, I mean, uh, I mean, if anything, it just reaffirmed how insane our father was, which isn't necessarily. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to, you know, piss on a dead body. Um, that's not a saying. That's not an expression. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, but the, uh, but I don't want to either way, literally yeah. or figuratively. No, no one does. D- don't care for it. Dead body, typically smell bad. Pee-pee, doesn't smell too good. Put them both together, and what do you got? You got a a Cleveland Sunday, as we call it here in Norton. Um, Anyway, that's a Sunday with a a D-A-E, as in the one you would eat in this case. All right. Well, okay, so let's just go through it. This show, without getting sidetracked too much, basically, it's the premise of the show is that they interview families... (laughs) And I didn't realize this. They give families scores based on yeah. their doomsday preparedness. That was that was news to me when I when that we was got fun. to that point. That in the was show. a fun. Thing. I was like, "What?" Yeah. Um, so it's it's uh, they start the show off. I thought this is the first thing I saw. They're like ordinary Americans, and yeah, then the first ordinary. ordinary American they show is a dude in a gas mask on a dirt bike, and his whole family is behind him in like SARS masks, or I'm sorry, modern day coronavirus masks, if you will. Yeah, give it the times. I I it felt like I don't know. I felt like 
it was like kind of funny. I'm like, oh my god, this is what they think normal Americans are like. But then also with the coronavirus and the threat, I'm like, I'm glad we have the bunker because I'm kind of creeped out. Does that creep you out at all? It is nice, I guess. I do feel a little bit of comfort that I didn't think I was going to feel. And I don't know if it's just weird yeah, timing. Yeah, we're like opening and closing the door all day long of the bunker here. I mean, like, do, is that really gonna, you know, I, when well, do you want to start sealing us in here? I don't know how I don't that's feel not, much I mean, safer. Do you, I guess I open the, you open the closet. Do you, do you wash your hands every time you open and close I the bunker? I don't even know where the sink is in here. I've I mean, been using wet naps that Dad stored. Those are not going to kill any germs. Those are not going to wash a whole human body either, I'll tell you that much. And they don't get, you know, you put one of those in your taint and your wrist smells like your taint. It's like a it's like a, a truck stop restroom where you've got those, like, those little, like, um, motion sensor things and they don't quite get everywhere. It's just, it's hell in here. That's what I'm saying. I've been spending a lot of time in here it over seems the like, past week. It seems like you've been spending a lot of time in here. Yeah, well, I mean, Phil left all. Phil, our lawyer, he's a fish killer. He motorboats things. Like he, got, he's got a, he's got a wife that we should talk about later. Okay. Because yeah, she, we're, that picture looks like uh, it's a little, it's a little rumpled, a little rumpled up. It's, what do you it seems, mean by that? I didn't do anything with the picture. Well, it's, I'm just saying the picture looked very pristine, and at this point, it's all very crumpled. Those aren't my thumbprints. As if somebody has been looking at it all week instead of cleaning the bunker like they said they were going to. All right, I'm not going to listen to these bizarre accusations. Let's just get back on task. All right, so Doomsday okay. Preppers. First episode. You know, yeah, if, you're, if you haven't seen the show, maybe watch a little of it. I don't know if I, in it's, the beginning, I'm like, oh, this is going to be really funny. This is going to be real fun. It's not. And it got real depressing it's real really fast. Sad. It it's got not. really sad. Um, and so, like, they, <laughs> the, the show starts off with an opening dial or a monologue that's like, talking about like these people perceive the world to be full of threats and it's 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 said in such a way that like even the show isn't 100 percent on their side no. but then the show is also judging them yeah it's very how, and then I, they don't never show the experts the experts yeah, just a voice who are the experts it's and a, they the give them these it's a voice the, the, the scores are rated out of 100 and they give everybody like a 60 so they all fail based on the academic you know, whatever. Scale. Yeah, that way they have to buy more stuff. That's the that's the scam, I imagine. <laughs> right. They work for. That's the most fucked. All these people try to live off the grid, and and this show is just like. I mean, it's canceled, so you know, it's like who wins in the long run? But yeah. like, you know, they're like feeding into this. Like, I don't know this complex. I've gone on some of these sites and looked at this stuff. It's creepy. I'm trying to price out some of the shit that Dad left. It. It's just how much money did he put into this? It's no doubt. Uh. But that's it's why we're so in debt. We found out last week we're in super big we're, debt. That's why I was hoping we could, like, maybe watching the show, maybe I could learn, okay, well, this is worth something, maybe we can sell it. <laughs> right, but the show is all about how can you go further into debt. It's so insane. And also, by the way, if you want to watch along at home, this the name of this episode is called We Can't Let Evil Win. Yeah. Which immediately raises all sorts of questions about, like, who do you perceive as evil? Because like the, one of the first guys, he's like uh, Johnny O, and he's like he's, Johnny like, oh. No last name given. Yeah, Johnny O. He's a bachelor contestant apparently, and he's uh, he's got a family of former Marines and Army men, and his lifelong dream is that 
he wants America to be safe from all threats. But, like, not in that passive Gandhi way. He's going to, like, fucking make sure He's going to murder safe. these threats. <laughs> yeah, he's going to murder things that might be threats. They might be squirrels. They might be low-flying balloons. Not on my lawn. Um, um, he was very worried about nuclear power plants. I was, they're, they're all worried about one specific thing in particular. Right, but his house. I, this was, like, that was the thing. Is that, like, there were, they would, we spent, like, 15 minutes with each. This is a 45-minute show. We spent 15 minutes with each family of Arabats, and each one of them has had these, like, oh, they're so wacky. Look how crazy they are. But each one of them has very legitimate problems that the yeah. show is in no way helping them with. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. He's, he's like, he's there. It's like, this wacky guy is afraid that a nuclear disaster will take out his town. And it's like, ha ha, you live in rural America. That's crazy. He, they say on the show, he lives downwind of four nuclear power plants. Yeah. Four. Also, he has, a, he has a backup wife. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, Which we can talk about that again. all day. Because, like, the, okay, so the first shot of him, oh, my God, it's so amazing. He's in this ghillie suit, which, if you don't know, is, like, this leaf-covered, like... Uh, uh, camouflage that you you know you go into the forest. No one can see me. In he's my on a boat. Suit. He's, a, he's in a, he's in a ghillie suit on a boat. Right. So. No. But right before that, right before the boat shot, because he's he's he has a wife and his wife has a twin, and the twin of his wife also lives with him. And it's right. It's, it's like very... he's all about stockpiling and redundancy. He even has a redundant wife. It's, <laughs> it's very. He says redundancy a lot, and it's also implied that he's going to. That lady. I know, but how could you? It's like, oh, there's going to be so many sexy misunderstandings. We can't let those types in the bunker. That's just a weird three way waiting to happen. Also, Ooh. if she has a like a degenerative disease, she's going to have the, her twins going to have the same one. <laughs> Wait, is, was that part of it? No, I, I was just reading into it more. I'm just saying, like, he might need why another. Was, he might need a third wife. Is what I'm saying. Was why was the first thing you thought of a degenerative disease? Because it's they're they're twins. They always they always have diseases. <laughs> that's just that's just they're more prone for disease. Twins I don't know if that's true. None it's of the a, twins I know is are, are, are like syphilitic. And instead of you know moving like a sane person. Uh, he gives his four-year-old a gun to shoot, which is... <laughs> yes. Yeah, his four-year-old is a gun-toting uh, little girl, which is endearing in a way, but also yeah. deeply also frightening another. You don't want to be those neighbors. No. I thought it was a stranger. No, it was your neighbor in a hat, sweetie. Well... Um, yeah. Uh, I uh, yeah, that was strange. But I, back to the ghillie suit thing. So he's wearing one of these things, and like you said, he's in a boat. He's in this camo thing, and he has both his wife and his sister wife uh, wearing ghillie suits too. So they lay down in the boat uh-huh. so that they look like they're just I don't know packages or something. Well, there, there's it's a boat full of bushes. That way, you know, it's just oh oh, it's just a boat full of bushes. Nothing to right, see but here. What do you think? From a distance, wouldn't that just look like supplies that you'd want to raid if you were a bad guy that this guy, you know, perceives as happening? Yeah, but then I, then, I, then I get a little closer, you'd shoot me in the face, I'd be dead. This one, oh, this right, idea. right, surprise packages. It's yeah. like an Old West, like, it's a Trojan horse is what it is. It's, it's a Trojan it horse. It's like, it's oh no, Trojan you kidnapped horse. my wife. What you didn't expect was my second wife. Get him! And that actually is a really good point of his, that, that's smart. Like, redundancy, redundancy. to play devil's advocate... Like, that is smart. It's like, no one expects the second wife 
I was to, a little worried when they showed the four because they were in the Midwest. I, I I saw they had like the 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 the, the explosion radius, the fallout radius of these things. Oh, yeah. I want to say Norton, Ohio, not even in the fallout radius, so we no, don't even get to test our bunker against those radiation it, waves. Yeah. The guy says at one point, panic is the number one killer of everything. That's, I, uh, that I just like sounds sh- like, that doesn't sound like a real thing. It just sounds <laughs> yeah, like we should get some fact-checking on that. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I don't I think you said, need to fact-check that. He said that the future will be factions of good versus factions of bad. And that's what it's... We can't let evil win. And back to that. What is the... But he doesn't represent or explain what good is and what bad is. And so that just means anything he likes is good. And anything he yeah. perceives as bad yeah. is bad. Which is yeah, not... Yeah, nuclear power plant's bad. Have bad. marrying Teaching. your sister's wife. Good. <laughs> Some sort of incestuous Incest polygamy. Guy. Nuclear it's an open relationship. Nuclear bad. He just moved I'm, to Utah. I'm, I don't understand. I'm tired of snuggling. We'll just, you know, scoot over, switch <laughs> places. We've been through this. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's his ghillie suit, I wrote just a bunch of shit about because he looked like an echidna. He looked like he you, was a scarecrow. You took notes on the show? Yeah, I did. I wrote a ton of stuff down because I was just like, I was, I paused it on this picture of this dude who looked like. He looked like he'd walked off the set of a dinner theater production of Wizard of Oz, dressed as the Scarecrow, picked yeah. up a rifle, and decided to go postal. Oh, That's yeah. exactly what he looked like. That's what he looks like. But I guess, here's my question. So instead, you watched Doomsday Prepper and took notes for hours, and then you did a clean <laughs> yeah, a thing Yeah, I here. did. Okay. okay. Well, fuck that. I don't, I don't, why are you so on me, the cleaning? Once, when in you my said life you you just said of you being would. your That's brother, it. has have I been like master cleaner? You know, it's fine. I'm not it's fucking fine. Let's Mr. get back to the clean. episode. I'm I'm being I'm being catty. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, meow, Mister. <laughs> well, I said I apologize. Let's move on. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. Whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> this guy's quote. This guy's quote. I wrote this down as well. Are you gonna shit on, down my throat for that? We'll um, see. Why'd you say it first? Say the quote. Right, let's go. Let's just fucking kill each other right now. That's the quote. Blood soaked bunker. No, that's just me talking to oh, you. Oh, jeez. Okay. Fuck. No. You don't even take me seriously as a threat, do you? This is no, why I need all. all this shit. This is why dad stockpiled guns. Yeah. Wait, there's guns here? There's gotta be. That's yeah, there has to be. There's definitely guns here. People have. I haven't found that. I assume there's a gun room. Yeah, I mean, that's something we could definitely sell to get uh, out of debt if we yeah, find those right. guns. I have no way. As soon as I get those guns, I'm just going to just lay on top of them. You're just going to lay on top of I'm just going to roll in a thing of bullets like I'm Scrooge McDuck. Who fucks? It sounds, it sounds dangerous to do that. Yeah. So well, yeah, I, would... I mean, yeah, well, maybe you can just, you know, go play with your tiddlywinks back home. And you know, oh, uh, my perfect howdy doody life with my well, wife and my children. Oh, I, I love them I very a, much, yeah, and my I career do, do. isn't in shambles. That's okay. Well, like. rude, but yeah, I do love my wife. And... So uh, then there okay, was I'm the sorry. couple. There was a couple that was afraid of the tornadoes. No, I'm not done yet. I'm oh, sorry, to, you're still reading me. Point. Great, great. Okay. He says, "I'm not obsessed with prepping. I'm obsessed with living. Prepping is just a part of that." Jesus and I wonder, Christ. is that what Dad thought? I think there's there's a so the thing is like I was also watching Hoarders, 
Um, okay. I think well, that might is, help too. That might have been a bigger help. You should have told me. This might, I watched it. This might be more of a hoarders than a. I mean, there's an overlap, definitely. I, I there's like an I said. overlap. I'll, I watch a hoarders. I haven't seen it. I just it scares me. It's very. My like grandma's scary. friend was a hoarder. I just your I dad was a hoarder. Over. Oh right. You know maybe it's contagious in that way. Maybe there's definitely you know you're not you're not. Do you feel like you can throw any of this stuff away? Do I feel like I would be rude to dad's ghost or whatever? But I'm saying, like, if I took, okay, this box right here, this box uh-huh. is full of... We'll put it down. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it's full of mousetraps. Do you need Just 100 mousetraps? Don't, don't jostle them, because if one goes off, then I have to buy a whole new box of them. But I'm saying that I'm saying we don't need. There's no mice down here. Why do, why do we need 100 mousetraps? Oh, traps? there's no mice down here? Have you demoused the entire area? I don't know. I, you saying I, in this country field bunker, there's not one field mouse? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you can't let go of this box of mouse traps. Like I'm going to take, uh, take it away right now. I'm going to throw. Now, I'm going to let it go. And I'm going to put it in the, the trash right now. I'm going to put it in the trash right now. Okay. Here I go. Huh? I'm going to take this blowtorch. Okay. I'm going to light myself on fire. Okay. So, okay. I won't put it back. Where it belongs. I'll put it back. I'll put it back. I'll put it back. Sorry. Anyway, just proving my point. Let's get back to the show, because um, you're just trying to poke my buttons. Well, I'm just proving a point. This is so. important. This is from the show, and this is something that could save your life. Um, it said it was the rule of three. This is something that preppers actually believe. They say, you can survive three minutes without air, which is true, because uh-huh. I did that. Oh, yeah, I remember um, uh, I was inside of a refrigerator in the junkyard uh-huh. uh, for uh, at least 17 minutes. Um, Must have been a hole. Yeah. The three, you can survive, so it's like three things. So for whatever, I think this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. It's called the rule of three, and there are four rules. <coughs> ah. Ah. Well, you know, redundancy, so. <coughs> you okay? Uh, uh, did you see that? Yeah. It was, I, it was like a fly. Yeah, it was. It went right in my throat. Well... We should close the the bunker door. It was really. It's really. <gasps> I'm sorry. It's just really hot in here. Listen. Ah, okay. It shouldn't run the AC while we have the door open. Why oh, not? God. It's nice. It's a nice cool breeze, That's... and there's a nice cool breeze. It's a double cool breeze. Redundancy. You can survive three minutes without air. You can survive three hours without shelter. You can survive three days without water. Three weeks without food, and I think that's bullshit because I there's can't no spend way. three hours without going to BK. No, there's no way three to three weeks without food. You're delirious at that point. Hyper redundancy. That's what they called it, and that's why Dad has all these fucking boxes. I guess I don't know. Maybe that's why he had so many wives. That's this is one thing he said. Everything has a backup plan. So like maybe all of this shit in this bunker is part of Dad's master plan. Maybe he's got some plan for us. I mean, no. It's possible. I think the what I learned a lot from the show is that people plan for things. Uh, I think mostly out of boredom and having too much money and needing a hobby. So you're saying if they had more problems, no, because some of these people do have actual. But I don't. Know, maybe you're right because a lot of these problems are like self-imposed. Well, the second lady was worried about F five specifically. Worried about F five tornadoes. You're right. And the, right, specifically, very, but, because she was like the climate change prepper, and she was like, climate change will cause F5 tornadoes on my house. On and it my was house. like, there was a point where she stopped being 
making sense. It was like, and they like went over this climate change statistics. I'm like, oh my god, this is real and scaring me. And then they went over, and it's like they even said there's like there's no indication that specifically F5 tornadoes. Right. It's like this lady's fucking stupid, but we're not gonna say that. We're gonna say it, we're gonna say it a nicer but, way. But like, yeah, exactly. But it's like they're not nice to these people either. They give them like Fs for oh, no, it's very it's very passive aggressive. It's, it's really weird. It's yeah. like it's like they're the people who make this show are like parasites, but they're parasites who like really hate the host body. They're just uh-huh. like, oh, this fucking dog I'm sucking the blood out of. Yeah. Ugh, fucking whatever. loser bark bark. Dog blood. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna exploit you, but you make it so easy. Also, the one thing uh, I got is- that lady got divorced at the end, if you remember. <laughs> yeah. She divorced her husband. And she was very much she was the the score that yeah. she got on the show. They're like, they do an immediate cut as if to say, it's like, your score preparedness is 60%. And it's like, fade to her standing outside of the court. They got a divorce. They cut to her at the courthouse. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she's like, the court just ruled. Looks like I have uh, full custody over all the prepper materials. Good. How- Congratulations. However, they're all at the compound my husband owns with men with guns. So, and then yeah. they cut the black commercial <laughs> break, break. And I'm like, who the fuck made this show? Because any other reality producer would know what she just said is the show. Is we got to go with her to get the stuff on the compound with the dudes with guns. Every vice reporter in the world just wet their pants. And like she's, and they're just like, well, on to the next segment. 15 minutes apiece. It's like, really you fucking showed us hunting deer. I feel like um, I should learn to hunt deer based on all. I guess shows. that's also like you know who that would have happened to Johnny O because he has a second wife. <laughs> he has a second wife, so that's what the backup is redundancy. for. That's what you need. All these people have. There's like this debate between whether they're food chickens or pet chickens, and and, and like this clearly staged moment with the kid at one point earlier where he's like, Daddy, don't cry. We have more. It's like yeah, that was weird. Also, it's like <laughs> that was really weird. Are chickens that hard to take care of? How did it die? <laughs> what disease killed it? Having too many other chickens? The best part of the show, I think, was when the first guy, he he does this test on his family that's like the Pink Panther and Kato. He has them go about their business, his two wives, and he sneaks in like he's going to attack and rape them. And this they're just freaking just... out his kids. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 they're, and he gives this little speech at the end of it. He's like, I don't do this to scare you. I do this to prepare you to be scared. Yeah. This is what happens when people just, like, they have all this pent-up sexual energy and they just, they go crazy instead of, you know. It's just like, being like, hey, I want to have sex with my two ladies that look the same. Just say it. You're just like, you're being around the bush. Just admit it and maybe you He created this whole artifice just so he could fuck his wife and her sister. That's what it is. It's like, just be honest with you. It's, you're not talking to people. You're not talking enough. And then you become a prepper. Because the first family, I was keeping track of the scores, the first family got 68 points, and it's like, fucking losers. losers and then they're yeah. like, and now let's talk about our next family. And the first shot of the family is the son is riding a pig. And oh, I was yeah. just like, hell yeah. And they also got amazing. 64 points. So they also did like pretty much the same. <laughs> There's no way that family was more prepared than the first family. And oh their scores God. were very similar. I almost forgot about the whole insulin subplot. But oh, that was God, insane. Yeah. It's so depressing. So the F5 tornado family has diabetes, 
and they can't afford their insulin. They're stockpiling insulin. Yeah, they're stockpiling insulin, but they also can't afford a refrigeration unit. So they're buying excess insulin and then putting it in the river. And I'm just imagining any diabetic at home who needs insulin and can't afford it just being like, fuck you. What are you Well, actually, doing? yeah, because insulin is like really expensive now. So yeah. it's like, that's, it's like that was problem. actually, in hindsight, that's like very smart of them. But that wasn't, you know. <laughs> You're saying it's smart to stockpile insulin and keep I'm it saying people in this case it was. I'm saying in this, I'm saying in this case you, it was. Martin Shkreli? Oh, no, my God. I'm, not say, I'm saying in this case, because of Martin Shkreli and people like him, it was smart to do it. Ew. Do you remember when they're like, oh, well, we're, and they start talking, they're like going to build a bunker of their own? And they're yeah, like, they use explosives to build a bunker, <laughs> to build a hole. Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. I was just like, I'm so glad I wasn't there for that part. Imagine being their neighbors when they're setting off these like plastic explosives. People like that don't have neighbors, man. And if they do, they're just <laughs> as fucking wacky. And, the, and they're like, they're like, we'll all live down there, and you know, uh, we'll live down there the with my one wife. And we'll, then we'll ask our kids to bring their friends, that, implying that, that their weird. friends would have sex with their kids. I was That's just like, what? It was. what it? And also, they had like a daughter. I don't know how old the daughter was. She that looked like daughter, she was 16. That uh, daughter is she, uh, a drug addict for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. She is. See, she looks like a drug addict. They had a lot. I mean, I know I'm a boob guy. We know that. We established that last time. They had a lot of boob shots of this like underage girl, and it felt very weird. To it me. was weird. That was weird. It was it's really a weird show. Weird. But also, that girl looked like high all the time. It's like well, all, maybe just stockpile, stop stockpiling Percocet and fucking spend your money on insulin instead. The other problem was that at the end she fought back against the criticism. Oh yeah, like, like if anyone voice. gets in past us, we're crazy. We'll fucking eat no. their faces. We'll kill them. Like, we'll kill okay. them. Me and my family will kill them. But that also, was my we're real need a divorce. They're exploiting these people who have actual problems, like the diabetes and it's like ex- the it's actual- not exploitation if they agree to do it. I guess if they paid them since they're on the show and they get the residuals, then it's I don't think it's actually that bad. I'm pretty sure there's no way they get paid. <laughs> they just should no get paid. They're appearing on TV. They have to sign releases. I mean, come on. Yeah, but oh, it well. seems like a very. It seems like these people are uh, easy to trick uh, and probably don't get paid. <laughs> okay, so let's close things off with the the, the final family on the show, which is oh, the just, most boring trash house. I mean, so like. <laughs> yeah. So these people like lived on the coast and they fear coastal change. So they moved to like a landlocked a section of the desert in Texas uh-huh. and they're just like <laughs> they created they a house out of trash. Yeah, trash house. <laughs> Which I guess doesn't I don't I don't know. I mean, I, like it's like it self-sufficiency, a, but uh, as a fan of Lego Masters, I was like, "Wow! If he if his smoker made out of old beer bottles really works, I'm going to be impressed. It would be cool yeah. if you could do shit like that." But at the other uh, the other end of it is like, "Why are you doing this specifically? And like, why did you move to an area of the desert that doesn't have like a river?" <laughs> I think that. I think their plan like, is that the flooding will like get right to their house, so they'll be on the coast again. Right, but even so, you still want fresh water, right? They don't so know. it's like, I mean, and, and so the whole thing ends in this horrible thing where they they get a rattlesnake hunter to come. Oh on. yeah, that was that lady's, that lady's tough. And then yeah, that lady was actually like, I you know hunt and find rattlesnakes for a living. She seemed uh, I, I don't know what her blood. deal was. Right, and she. <laughs> And so our sort of like nebbish hero is learning how to 
cut the head off a rattlesnake and cook it as rattlesnake meat. And it was kind of disturbing to see a snake's head get literally cut off. Yeah, and then the snake is still like snapping. I was like, yeah. this is more than I wanted to see. So I've never felt bad advisory. for a snake before, but yeah. I felt bad for that snake. I felt bad for everyone on the show. I felt bad for me for watching. Yeah, it. but I felt worse for the snake more than anybody because that was he's like he was like, he was like, he was like a practice snake. You know what I mean? He wasn't <laughs> yeah, even like a survival snake. He was like, oh, this is just practice in case I need another one. I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> the the other thing I learned is that there's bug in, which means you're like holding in, like I do a spider hole. To right. stay safe. Like, we would in the bunker if something went up. This place is and full like, of bugs. <laughs> right? So it would we be left the door open, now we let all the bugs in. Right? Yes. And bug out means grab your bag, that's your bug out bag, and then you run. And, like, you go somewhere. Did, that, did the fly that made you cough, was he bugging in? Okay, fuck you. I don't need that kind of... <laughs> no, I'm just... No, like you know maybe... what? All right, that's it. That's all I had to say. That's the end he's of this mini-sode. He's a little fly prepper. <laughs> Yeah, a little joke, if we, a little, a little fry pepper. You know, if you want to see uh, hear us do more of these and like review your favorite show or whatever, I'm going to release this. I heard I heard tell that somebody else in in Norton was listening to the the first episode that I put out, huh? and they said they liked it and they started sharing it with their friends. It was really weird. Um, hmm. So I don't I don't know if we're going to get some more feedback on that or not, but like I've just been sort of passing it around. So um, that's yeah, pretty insane. I know it's pretty crazy, but uh, would you recommend <laughs> Doomsday Preppers? I mean, I'm kind of dreading uh, if you have to watch as, another one as a show. Uh, no, it's more. It's. I mean, it's like I guess it's sad. It's more sad than than fun. Reality TV is typically garbage, but this feels like badly produced garbage. Like it's badly produced, shot. sad, passive aggressive. <laughs> I don't know. And, like, the scoring comes out of nowhere. Because it's not like they're, like, tallying it throughout the episode and then, like, give a final thing. They're just like, oh, also, we were judging you silently. Sorry, so they take them into, we were judging yeah. you. You failed. All right. Well, that's it um, for this first mini-sode. Um, I'm Brian. This is Jack. And, uh, yeah, uh, we don't have an ending catchphrase, but I mean, let's hunker in the bunker. Bug right? out. Something like that. Bug, bug out, in. bug in. <laughs> bug in, bug out. <laughs> Tune in, turn on, bug out. Yeah, we got it. That's good. Two, three, four. Hey, thank you for listening to Bunker Brothers. Uh, I'm Matt Shore, and uh, with me was uh, Mike Kolar as Jack. And uh, I edited this episode. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening so much. We'll be back soon with another guest and uh, more kooky stuff happening in the bunker. If you like it, please give us those five stars. Write a review on your favorite platform. And if you didn't, hey, get the heck out of our bunker, you big goof.